0: A B C A always B B C closing always be closing
1: Hey what's up everybody As you know it's your boy Cam with Scare Money Don't Make Money podcast uh Roy was unable to attend today but that's okay uh we have Gabe here who I'm going to let introduce himself in a second tell you guys what he's about but before we get started don't forget click the subscribe button so you get the dings the alerts and all that type of stuff head to our Facebook twitter instagram we're on clubhouse now uh trying to get the conversation started especially for our military folks as they make that transition so um without further ado gabe welcome to the show we appreciate you man tell the people who you are and we'll get started
0: yeah ken thank you i really appreciate you having me on and uh responding to my message because i reached out to you um (laughs) and yeah no so i I, my name is gabe i am the coo and co-founder of challenger um we are a startup bank um so i actually started my career in banking i worked on wall street and um decided to to make a change to try to try to create banking that actually helps people instead of hurts them Um, so i can get i can get into all that but um challenger is essentially a, a bank for employees so we partner with employers and offer exclusive access to our no-fee banking product.
1: Like it. Um, so more about you. So, you know, where where are you from? Um, you know, what did you end up going to school for? You know, how did you get into, like, how did the whole Wall Street thing happen?
0: Yeah. So I grew up in California. Um, I grew up hey, in California. California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I went to school at University of Pennsylvania. Um, and I kind of, I wouldn't say fell into the trap, but, you know, it, at, at Penn, there is a whole lot of, a lot of, uh, people that are in the rat race of trying to get into finance and just, you know, do that, do that whole crazy thing. Um, and so I ended up in, in finance, I worked at Credit Suisse, um, I was a, a banker and a trader. Um, and I, I think kind of early on, I realized that, that. That wasn't gonna be. That wasn't gonna be something that that really fulfilled me. Um, yeah, saw a lot of people that were uh, making a lot of money, but not necessarily <laughs> happy. Um, right. You know that 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 wasn't something that that I, I wanted for myself. Um, and I think on the on the other side of it, I was seeing kind of the evils of banking. You know, there was, yeah. there was a world that that really is not great. Um, mm-hmm. Fifteen billion dollars a year in overdraft fees and. Um, banks have a kind of playbook for getting people into debt with loans and there, there's a whole lot in there that, that didn't feel didn't feel awesome to me. So I wanted to get out and try to create something that, that actually helped. For sure. And so like
1: how, what was the timeframe? So, you know, a lot of people say like before, you know, I left um, like one of the guests we had been, he became a recruiter, but after a year of kind of building it at his day job, you know, and then obviously, you know, um, the creator of FUBU, he said the same thing, like he worked at Red Lobster, right. And he's like, don't quit your day job. You know, Like <laughs> he's like the day job got the hustle started, you know? So what, you know, give us your timeline of what, like kind of how it all happened.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think something that I'll, I'll lead with is that I I was in and am still in a pretty fortunate position to mm-hmm. have family that that I know would support me if I you know if I had to go crash on my yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I would have been able to do um, but I was working in I uh, cried Swiss and uh, about ten months in um, me and one of my best friends from high school. Uh, we started talking about the idea of challenger, and uh, we started to apply to a bunch of these accelerator programs. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: heard of Y Combinator or TechStars? Um, they are these kind of global accelerator networks where they help they help entrepreneurs and, and founders kind of grow their company. Yeah. Um, we were by far the earliest company that applied. Um, we were, you know, pretty much idea stage. And uh, we had this crazy idea to to change banking, and the the managing director of the program liked us, um, and so we we actually didn't get in at first. We were we were the <laughs> eleventh, so they they take ten companies, and we were the we were company number eleven. And then um, about a week before the program was supposed to start, they said, "Hey, one of the companies didn't make it through our due diligence process, so so you guys are in." um so oh I,
1: man I, <laughs> this is a this is a movie man
0: <laughs> Yeah, and so for, for me it was you know it was a it was a very hard and very not hard decision because um you know I was 23 22 years 20, 23 years old and uh, <laughs> yeah 23 years old and uh you know I didn't have a whole lot of a whole lot of responsibilities and I figured that if if it failed which it still very well might um that i'd be able to get back into the world of finance which i i will not um but at the time that's what i was thinking yeah um, and so yeah kind of made the leap and um gave my gave my two-day notice at work instead of my two-week notice oh. it was a little crazy um moved from new york to denver in about two days um and we started that program on that on that next Monday. Um, yeah, and, and the program's great. It's it's called Tech Stars. Uh, we went through the the fintech accelerator program, and um, it was a three month program where they gave you access to mentors and really a network of people to support, and guide you, and um, yeah, help you make it to the to the next level.
1: Oh man, that's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah, you know, and I've never heard of that. And you know, um, I'm sure a lot of people who. Are listening there's there's a lot of programs out there like that you really kind of don't learn about until you like start researching you know um no that's cool so so where are you guys at now like where where's so how long when was that when you first started and where are you at now
0: yeah so that was that was the summer of 2019 um and i guess i guess one thing too that is is not talked about as much in the startup world is how often things can can change especially in the early stage um mm-hmm. We, we kind of always had a, a very similar idea of wanting to get better banking into the hands of, of people. Um, yeah. But that completely changed and it change, it's changed three times since the summer. Oh. Ended. Okay. Uh, and one of, one of those changes was because of COVID. Um, and we're, we're really happy with, with where we're at. Cause this is, we've, we've had the most traction and the best feedback on what we're doing now. Um, and so since then, so so since COVID, we kind of decided to go this employer route where we'd partner with employers. Um so in the last just couple months, we we signed we've signed five pilots with companies that are wanting to do this with us and are paying us to give their employees access to this product. Yeah. Um, we have built out kind of the whole platform, the budgeting tools and savings tools, education, building and credit building, and really trying to make it the best making experience possible. Um, we've raised money. So post stars we were able to, to, to raise from investors that um, you know, really believed in what we're doing. Um, signed with a bank partner. So how, how it all kind of works from an infrastructure, the uh, infrastructure point of view is um, we're basically, uh, we basically pay a FDIC uh, yeah. bunch of money. Um, <laughs> Uh, they hold all the customers' funds, and then we kind of handle everything else. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, the movement of money, and customer service, and customer experience, and we built the app and the web app, mobile yeah. app, and everything. Um, and yes, yeah, so we've done all that in the last last, I guess, year and a half.
1: Nice. So, do you still live in Denver? Still, in Denver what is so is it as busy and expensive as people because i you know i'm from i'm in california so people are like yeah denver's turning into san francisco
0: yeah it's getting there um i i will definitely not uh not <laughs> sure say that I'm, I'm a local but i've been here for a year and a half and it seems like it's just more and more people coming in it seems like it seems like denver and like austin are the two cities where there are always people coming in especially right out of college oh, yeah. early in their careers. Um, but coming from New York, where I was in a shoebox apartment, uh, this is is a whole lot a whole lot better out here.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, so where? So where's? What's the future look like right now? So you got the, You have these five. You have these five pilot programs. Um, so yeah, what what's the future looking like?
0: Yeah. So so we're set to launch in March. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of a the big thing for us is when we launch, do employees actually like it? Do employers feel like they're getting value out of it? Are we able to, you know, really save our our end customers on bank fees and um, help them save for emergency ex- expenses and help them budget better and help them build their credit and help them learn about their finances? Um, and that's going to tell a lot, you know. I think being, being in the stage that we're at, um, investors really bet on 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 us and that there's there's something there um and so i think that we are really excited with what we have and um time will tell to see if this is the exact road that we you know that yeah. we go on in the next five ten years or if we are you know if challenger becomes something slightly adjacent um in the months and years to come so that's all something that we are, we're figuring out
1: yeah. And so, um, I know we talked about this, but I'm sure people would like to know is how do you, how do you guys make money? You know, cause as you said, it's no, it's no bank. It's a no fee banking. So where does the money come from?
0: Yeah, totally. So, uh, it's a really interesting, the world of banking is really interesting. Um, when, uh, you know, if you look at the, the chases or the Wells Fargo's of the world, um, yeah, will, Wells Fargo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they make, a lot of their money from, from huge clients. So from private banking clients, someone who has a ton mm-hmm. of, them, um, on big loans, uh, stuff like that. So that, that's where, that's where they really want to make money. Um, mm-hmm. but they also make money is on fees from people that don't have, don't have all that money and don't have the huge volumes. Um, and so that creates kind of a, a weird, uh, misalignment of incentives where the bank, you know, that the only way they're actually making money, real money from, from the, uh, and customers that are lower income um, is from fees, and so that that kind of gives us an opportunity. Um, and so we we fundamentally make money in two ways. One of them is from employers. So every time uh, we're able to sign on a new employer, uh, they pay us a small fee per month for each employee that goes on our platform. Mm-hmm. That kind of make it a completely no fee experience. Um, the other was actually from from through Mastercard from interchange fees. So every mm. time swipes their debit card, um, the merchant pays about a percent. So yeah. if yeah, Safeway um, spend a hundred dollars. Safeway has to pay one dollar to Mastercard. and Then we get some of that money from Mastercard. Um, mm. And the reason that you know that that we are able to actually make money from that, and the Wells Fargo's and Chases aren't. Um, besides some regulations where because we are really small um we actually get a little bit of a higher percentage from mastercard mm. versus them um but also it's because we're a digital bank we don't have any branches we don't have right. to all these employees um yeah. we're primarily a technology company so we keep our expenses low so that we can make most of our money just from those those small small fees not to the employee not to the employer but to merchants
1: yeah and so I would imagine that like the um the incentive for the employer is if hey come work for us and we provide this no fee banking stuff, you know, we're a great place to work. I'm guessing that's kind of in somewhat that's probably the sales model, right?
0: Yeah, totally. So <laughs> yeah, no it's it's and it's something that that we are going to really be focusing on when we launch is is there any implication on retention or productivity? um, or really employee satisfaction. Mm -hmm. What we would love is to be able to go to a a CFO of a large company and say, Hey, look, your turnover right now is 60%. And if if we implement challenger, it will go down to 50. And right there, that's, you know, you're going to be saving $5 million in hiring costs every year. You know, that, that's our, that's our goal. Um, that financial stress. And from a lot of, or a lot of research that we've seen and done is that, when someone's financially stressed, they're they're probably gonna be more likely to, to look for a new job. They're probably gonna yeah. be distracted at work. Um, they might be absent from work because they can't you know, afford a bus ticket or fast to get to work. Um, and so we think if we can actually help with that, that, that that's gonna have implications for their work life.
1: Gotcha. And then I think when we talked, when we spoke before, you said there's five of you guys, right?
0: There's five of us. So there are four, four of us that are, are full-time, one is part-time mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's cool it's we, we were just talking about this our, our core team the, this core five has stayed um intact since the very beginning since since day oh one. wow yeah since day one of that tech stars program um two of them were or one of them was part-time and now they're on full-time and we've had kind of contractors come come in and out for you know like a month at a time but but this this yeah. has stayed intact which is which is pretty cool
1: so what, so what does like a day? so what's like a day look like for you? Is it, is it business meetings? Is it reaching out to folks? You know, like how you reached out to me, like what, you know, what's, what are all your guys' responsibilities?
0: Yeah, totally. It's uh, that's one of the funnest things about a startup is that it is so incredibly fluid, um, Yeah, <laughs> which, which is, it's, it's fun and not fun. Um, so just last month we, we closed our fundraising round. Um, and so that, generally in the startup world, the CEO's job is to not run out of money. Um, Yeah, right. (laughs) um, Basically owns fundraising. Um, Our CTO, he is the the one who is building pretty much the entire app and infrastructure. Um, So he has probably the most defined role. Um, I have probably the most fluid role where um, if we think that the most pressing thing is to get sales, um, I'm going to try to get sales. Um, yeah. if business development and just learning and talking to people, it's that, um, that's what I enjoy doing. Cause that's, that's yeah. the, the fun stuff. Um, if it's fundraising, it's, help- if it's meeting with investors, I do that as well. Um, if it's compliance, working with the bank. I do that as well. Um, so yeah, it really varies day to day. Um, yeah. I always try to, uh, try to take time. I usually try to block off some time every single day to talk with interesting people and get their thoughts and feedback on what we're doing. Um, I'm a big, big proponent of um, kind of generalization, like, like being, being a generalist and talking to people that have different yeah. perspectives. Um, Cause I, you know, I've been in a very narrow world of, of this <laughs> startup digital banks. Um, yeah. I'm like I've become a, a resident expert in that, which is, which is weird. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, no, yeah. Right. So it's, it's always great. I, I learn so much from people that are, um, you know, that can have fresh perspectives on everything. Um, so I usually try to block out some, some time in my day to do that.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, you know, when you were doing financial, so did you like, when you went to did you get like, I forget what the test is called, but, you know, the test where you're like a certified like stockbroker and all that? Did you do all that or was it a different path?
0: Yeah, there, there are these three tests that I had to take, um, the Series 63, Series 7, and Series 79. Um,
1: series 7. That's the one from like Wolf of Wall Street, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, yeah, and everyone's like, oh, I know what that is. No, So um, so with everything, do you, so do you still do stuff in the stock market?
0: I don't. Um, yeah, no, I don't. It's... Uh, and w- when I was working in, in banking and trading, I was, uh, I, you'll, you'll get, you'll, you'll laugh because it's like, uh, it's right out of the big short. Um, but I was doing mortgage-backed securities, um, <laughs> I was trading CMOs, which are collateralized mortgage obligations, which are mortgage-backed securities within mortgage-backed <laughs> securities within mortgage Um, and yeah, I mean, I learned this time. It's, it was, a it was a really, uh. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the of the stories are are real and they're they're true. I was working hundred hour weeks and yeah, um, uh, I, I managed to go without drinking coffee for a uh, whole entire time. Um, <laughs> oh my
1: gosh, man! That's a, it's, I'm drinking coffee right now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but you know, I I definitely learned a ton from it, and I wouldn't have traded that experience. Um, I just knew that 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 world wasn't wasn't for me long term. Yeah. I will say,
1: I don't think I started drinking coffee seriously though, until like I had children. Yeah. I just, I think about that. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't use- energy drinks though. I used to smash monsters, but yeah. that was just like, but I liked them, you know, I liked them because of the taste, I guess, I guess everybody yeah. says that, but like now, you know, like I probably have at least a cup of coffee a day, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe two cups. And I think I was talking to my mom. She's like, Oh my God, you have how do you have two guys like well i got my morning coffee and then i got my after i got my afternoon coffee man like i i got things to do
0: <laughs> i might i might come over to that side as well <laughs> bring, bring it man
1: so you know what i would say in the in the future what's your goal like so you know obviously with the new year going on everyone's like hey what are your goals man like you want to lose 10 pounds like <laughs> so you know yeah. what's um What's one of your goals as far as you know challengers is concerned? Is is, is the amount of clients you're, you you want to have, or the amount of customers maybe you want to reach? Like, what's something? And then and then at the end of the
0: year, I'm going to message you and ask you about it. <laughs> um It's funny tonight. We're actually me and my my co founders are doing kind of like a vision 20, 2021 vision. Um, there you go. So I like I'll, it. I'll probably have uh, a better answer for you tonight. Um, but one thing that um, it's probably a little different. Is mm-hmm. when all of us started Challenger, we really our whole goal was was personal growth and personal development. Um, yeah. I think we, we were all really aware that startups are so incredibly risky. Kind um, of a huge chance that um, six months down the line, or a year down the line, or two years down the line, it's 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 no more. Um, I think none of our goals is to make 10 billion dollars um no yeah obviously be be great um but that's (laughs) that was that was was never our goal going in um so for me personally um i went from such a rigid world um to now being you know wearing 100 different hats and sitting in 100 different seats um and that's been super invaluable to me um in terms of the actual company I think we really are gonna be focused on a product that people really, really love. Um, yeah. As kind of corny as that may sound, um, we think if, if, that's, if that's there and we're able to demonstrate that there's value there, that, that the clients will come, the customers will come. Um, and yeah, really just have a, have a good time with it. And I guess above all else, make sure that we're making a positive impact.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and I think that's something that a lot of people, even though it's a general, uh, um, like the personal growth, it's a general goal, but at the same time, it's, it's a lot more specific than a lot of people want to get as far as themselves, you know, like everybody has like a financial goal, you know, or they have like, I want to lose weight or something like that. Um a pers- personal growth is something I think a lot more people should should tailor for each year you yeah. know and that's not to necessarily say I'm going to be better at personal growth it's just I would like to continue my personal growth um and I like what you said as far as staying focused because you're right I mean with any bit I mean even this you know my, my our podcast like how many podcasts just like go by the wayside after so long you know and um you know it's funny because uh, do you, you know who Joel Lalge Joel is I know the okay so he's on he's yeah so um so he's on linkedin he's become a a pretty a pretty good friend of mine and that's something we were talking about was as far as exposure right and so a lot of uh, you know my other military recruiters kind of laugh at me with the podcast they're like oh so what's up scared money don't make money i'm like but you know the name though (laughs) 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 And, and so uh you're right you know it's just it's exposure and building that platform and um do you guys, do you guys have like, like a Facebook and stuff like that? Like where, where, what, what type of outreach are you guys doing right now?
0: Yeah, we, we've been, uh, we've been pretty stealth, um, just cause we're, we're pre-launch. Um, yeah. our website is getchallenger.com. challenger.com. Yeah. Um, check us out there. Um, we actually just started a podcast as well. Um, oh, what? Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> uh i guess just the challenger podcast our 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 first hire our head of growth um he he's really owning it which is which has been fun um to see he's had a couple people on so far so yeah uh, that's been awesome but but yeah going back to the the personal growth thing i think that um i think that startups and just starting your own business starting anything like it could be as small as you know like selling lemonade, like any, anything, (laughs) seriously, like anything that gets you out there and maybe out of your comfort zone a little bit, um, is so incredibly valuable, uh, for, for personal growth. Um, we have actually our, our two first, our, our first two investors ever. Um, they, uh, they started a company when they were like 20 something years old. Um, yeah of their meditation teacher so totally out there but their meditation teacher said if you want to personally grow the best thing you can possibly do is uh is do a startup and what that, <laughs> yeah, crazy crazy enough um and what that led to was 15 years later them uh, not giving away any equity to investors and selling the company for 200 million dollars so done. Um, now they drive some nice cars um,
1: yeah <laughs> can, can uh, I get a ride Brian yeah.
0: no no <laughs> um but I, I really do I really do think that putting yourself in those uncomfortable positions and um you know pitching and telling people about your idea I think that that it really it really goes a long way um I hated I hated like talking in public and just putting myself out there and I've had to completely get over that that fear yeah um and yeah i think that it's it's really really been fun for me to see myself and like what what have been what are my um vulnerabilities and what are the things that i am still uncomfortable with and and what can i what can i continue to work on so that's been really fun
1: no you're yeah i mean there's there's so much to be said about um putting yourself in an uncomfortable position to for, for the purpose of personal growth, you know, uh, you know, I myself have, I have, was trying to do something and I remember someone's like, well, you know, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't do that. And I was like, you know, cause it doesn't go along with how you normally are. And I was like, well, I don't want to completely turn off that opportunity. Just be- if anything yeah. that should probably make me do it more because then it makes me more well-rounded, you know? Yeah. Um, but as human beings, no one likes to be uncomfortable. You know, if there's anything I've learned through recruiting and reading and listening about psychology and things like that, we all just like the familiar. We're just like, everyone just, let's all just be the same. <laughs> and so, no, I, I like that though. I like um, As far as really concentrating on those situations where there's a, a growth opportunity there. Uh, so as we reach the end of, uh, of the podcast, uh, there's two questions we normally like to, to ask people. And the first one is, you know, and this is really nice for me because normally it's recruiters, right? So I'm like, hey, you know, what would you tell a new recruiter who's thriving, you know, whatever. Um, but now I, I, I have made a point once again, the whole uncomfortable thing is I don't even though the podcast started out just about mainly recruiting and marketing. I was like, you know what? I want to get financial people on here as well. I want it to turn into a more of a well-rounded because I mean, the show is called Scared Money Don't Make Money. There's so many different avenues that we can go down to with guest wise. I really want to make it a well-rounded show. And so you're my first financial guest. So welcome. Awesome. (laughs) And so um, as far as someone who is looking to Get into is looking to start up, or maybe yeah. someone who is starting up, or maybe even someone who is trying to figure out where can I make my place. What would be like the first advice that you would give somebody?
0: It's really good question. Um, on the more like uh, more high level meta side, um, I would say completely s- stick with it um it, it, again it, this will all sound cliche um but i think if you surround yourself with people that um have a very similar mission um that goes a really long way so uh understand why you're doing it and that can be yeah. for any can be for any reason that can be for money it can be for personal growth it can be for um clout it can be for whatever um mm-hmm. but surround yourself with the people that share that same mission um, stick with it. And if you are trying to do it for, uh, money or, um, you know, something that, that, you know, you really want it to be, um, a big company, uh, on the more practical side now, uh, do a lot of research before you invest your own time and money into it. So Mm. what I mean by that is if one person tells you that that's a great idea, um, that's good, but that could be one person in the whole entire world thinks that that's a good idea. Um, yeah, as much as you can, make sure that there's an actual market out there. Um, one of one of my fellow uh, founders who is was, who was in the, the TechStars program with us, um, his first startup was someone that gave him fifty thousand dollars to build this thing, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! Like, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna work." <laughs> going to work like so many people are going to want this um he found out that really no one else wanted it um and he Mm. spent two years of his life building this thing and quit his job and and everything and and that was really hard for him because he he thought that that was the best signal ever that someone wanted to pay him for something um and now he is he just raised two million dollars on a new startup and the first thing that they did was they talked to 300 different people um Mm -hmm. about it and they got really good signals from From a lot of those people and so i think that is uh super important um yeah yeah know your audience Um,
1: and i and i like i like the surround yourself with people on the same mission and that and that is something i had struggled with honestly like i very people person oriented but you know a little bit about i grew i went to 13 different schools growing up so a lot of friends not a crazy amount of really, really close friends. And as I've gotten older, I have obviously learned the value of certain friendships. And and my wife has told me that well. She's like, you know, I have noticed that as you have really locked down your circle and and brought on people who are also on a path of just being better. Yeah. It has made you better. And I so I, I really try that and instill that on people that I know is if you're having a crappy time or this or that or you feel like it's funny because you do have to look inside but also look around you because that circle can affect a lot um so sec so second question is when you hear the phrase scared money don't make money what does that mean to you
0: yeah i think uh it very closely embodies what what my journey has been um going from making like making six figures out of out of college which is Pretty rare. Um, Very, um, you know, and uh, and then quitting that job to (laughs) be less than fifteen thousand dollars a year. Um, (laughs) And I think that uh, if I was, if that, if that was something that completely deterred me, um, I wouldn't be in the position that I am now, um, and I wouldn't be in a potential position in the future to to be making a lot more money. Um, Yeah, and. Yeah, I think that um, you know, I, I think I think one thing going back to like putting yourself out there, um, it's very hard to get big wins if you're yeah. not also prepared to have big losses. Um, oh,
1: that's I like that. That's the name
0: of this episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and for me that was I I was truly prepared to um, be unemployed and have you know be a quote-unquote uh, you know have a start a, a failed business and have that go nowhere yeah. I, was, I was truly prepared for that to happen um and i think that if i wasn't prepared for that to happen i you know I was, I was thinking when i was quitting my job i was like um i was like should i see if i can have like a um you know okay it would it be possible to say uh can i come back in six months if like oh yeah you know, like, like you're, you're always like trying to put contingencies in your mind. Um, and I think if, if I would have pushed for that and like, even a, there's no way that they would have done that, but if that would have happened, uh, I think there always would have been like the the safety net in my mind. And mm-hmm. although that's great and I understand I'm extremely privileged to say that being a, um, you know, being in the position that I'm at, um, but I was really prepared to quit my job and have not a whole lot going forward. And I think that's why that's all, all of us with, with the team have, have been willing to put, put ourselves on the line for that. Um, and we think that it's, it's paying out well.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, um, it's the whole phrase. Like if you, if you have a plan B then plan A will never work out. <laughs> Obviously yeah. that's not true in all scenarios, but in, in a scenario like this where you really have to kind of give it your all, like it's got to, you got, like you said, you got to be ready. Um, well, great, man. So you know, this is kind of your time for self-promotion. We always try and give all our guests the opportunity to, you know, tell people where they can find you. Any last-minute plugs? Um, so you know, the the little end is yours, man.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, check us out at, at getchallenger.com. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll we'll be putting out some some blog posts and everything where you can where you can follow the journey. Um, but the the more important thing that I want to say is is if anyone has a business idea or they want to need any help to get started with anything, feel free to reach out to me. Um gave a rap report on LinkedIn or um yeah, on um, LinkedIn's probably the easiest. Uh I think in the especially in the startup world, uh it can be super scary. And um if you don't have that support, it's even scarier. Um and so there are a lot of people that really help me. So if there's anyone that needs any help, any uh, you know suggestions yeah. and books to read or um people to talk to i i would love to to be someone to help there so um yeah that's it
1: all right man well hey once again we appreciate you scare money don't make money show it's been another one and we will see you guys later
0: cam i appreciate it thank you later bro
1: don't
0: you